Hello and welcome back to the Pitwall Podcast. I am your host, Dawson Estes, with Nick Golden, our so, co-host. You won. You got to do the intro because yeah, Red Max Bull got, finished barely higher. Yeah. It was closer. It was really there. close. This was a good week of racing. Um, obviously, nothing like last week. It was but it was interesting. It was really interesting. Um, so this week, we're going to be focusing on the Red Bull Ring, the Austrian Grand Prix, the Sprint Race, and the Grand Prix. Um, but first... We need a qualies in 60 from our, our, our host, Nick Golden. This is going to be tough. I, okay, so I will do this every time on the podcast as well, but you should always check us out on our Instagram and TikTok at the Pitwall Pod because I'll do it the day of. So Yeah, he did it right after after qualifications uh, and it was, on Friday. It was pretty it hard. Was I, I took me a lot of takes, so here we go. Ready? Uh, hold on. I'll, get, I'll, I'll time it because okay. if, I, if I can see the time, I might up. do it better. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you were close last time. Okay, here we go. All right, so in qualies, it didn't really matter if Bottas tried because he had to start at the back of the pit lane anyway because he got a new engine. It was a pretty tough day for uh, McLaren as like Lando had had a pretty rough and he had a Q1 retirement, I believe. And um, also Daniel Ricciardo was out in Q1 or Q2, so that was tough. I might have them. I have them backwards. Okay. So um, also Aston Martin double uh, not into Q2. Um, and Latifi and, and Joe Gwen, you were out. Um, and then both Alpha Tauris were out in Q2. Um, Albon and Bottas were also out. Like I said, Bottas wasn't really pushing. Um, Haas and Alpine both had all four of their cars in, in Q3, so that's pretty sweet. Um, Perez has some weird stuff happen where he had to be investigated after the session. Both Mercedes crashed and it really sucked. And um, <laughs> in the end, uh, Max Verstappen was on pole. And Leclerc was second. Two seconds to go, Boom. Nick. Nice. <laughs> that wasn't that good. I messed up. But, yeah, I, I flipped the McLaren drivers. But yeah. So, yeah, it was very interesting. And uh, we'll talk about the sprint race a little bit. We're not going to go, like, super deep into it. It also wasn't that interesting, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I, I feel like this week was uh, – was, I mean, I guess, like, we kind of spo- – we got spoiled last yeah, week. Yeah, it was – Like, last week was, like, amazing. Um, but, like, of course, the sprint race isn't going to be as interesting as, like, a full Grand Prix. Um, you know, it's a little bit shorter. There's It's pretty much just a – you start and go to the finish. Um, well, let's but, start right at the beginning yeah. of the sprint race. So, I'll just say Alonzo, like, right out of the way, like, he didn't start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah when, well, uh Sprint was where Max took like forever to do the formation lap, right? Well, yeah. See, what happened was, um, I believe it was Alonzo. His car just wouldn't start, and then they didn't have the tire blankets off. Yeah, it was super crazy. Yeah. Um, so he basically like, I don't know. It was it was rough. It was rough for Alonzo. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was interesting to start with. So that means that he was going to start P twenty in the race. Yeah. That was going to be rough for him. Because did he even start? He didn't start, right? No. Okay, that's what I thought. It didn't really matter because he would have had to start at the pit lane anyway. But, yeah, they, they backed him into the garage, so that was interesting. Let me let me say, because I gave him a, a little bit of crap last week, Haas, like, showed me up, dude. Yeah, Haas. Okay, like, there's I a feel, guy. I feel bad now after what I said last week. How we said we always give crap to Haas. But, like. I saw, like, even, like, in, in qualifications and everything like that, like, the whole weekend they were just, like, they were doing some great drives. Yeah, like, we should have realized, too, because the Red Bull Rings, like, their best track ever. Yeah. They have their uh, – they had a, a P4 and P5 finish, like, mm-hmm. uh, three or four years ago. So we were setting ourselves up for failure. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, so, I cursed myself for that one. But. Yeah, so <laughs> way to go, Haas. Yeah, I'm very, very proud of you, Haas. I mean, basically, they held up Lewis Hamilton Let me say for the sprint race. Schumacher – was driving like a madman with Hamilton behind him trying oh, yeah. to defend uh, for Magnuson. Like that whole sequence of events uh, between those three was just insane to watch. And he was really upset afterward too yeah. that K-Mag, they didn't have him switch, which honestly, like while I want to crap on Haas a little bit and be like, but how many times have their strategists been in this situation where – one of them is faster and they can hold a, a Mercedes behind them. Yeah. Never? Yeah. Like, yeah. So I can't give them too much crap. They did the best they could. Yeah. And they still had a car finish ahead of a Mercedes in the yeah, sprint. Yeah, that, that was the biggest thing for me because, like, like it was also – it was, like, a pretty good weekend for uh, Mercedes as well. But, like – Well, yeah. You know, outside of qual- qualifiers. Yeah, for points, they did pretty well. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And not, yeah, like yeah. – I'm not saying, like, podium or anything like that, but, you know um, – 
watching, I mean, just watching Haas this weekend was like something completely different. I guess because you said like you know this is like their type of track that they that they need for points, but yeah. it was really good to see them like in that position to like defend against Hamilton for so long and something like that. And while they didn't get that uh like that swap that they probably needed, um, it still was interesting to watch. And um, Vettel also had a DNF too, yeah. and that, that was rough, man. So wh- who was um in the sprint? Who was the one that had the wreck? So let me clarify. I, I'm not saying the right thing here. Albon did not wreck. He like got a penalty. Yes. Because yeah. he squeezed um uh what's his name? Lando off the track. Yeah. Um and there's a lot of this is a very interesting topic in this whole Grand Prix that we're gonna come back to. Mm-hmm. But the general weekend, there's a lot of inconsistency in ruling. Um, not over the period of the weekend. The weekend was very consistent. Yeah. But week to week, there's a lot of complaints from the drivers. Really? of um Because this year, there's multiple race directors. Um, and next week, we're going to do a news episode. So we're going to talk more about that kind of stuff. So I'm going to kind of breeze over some of this right now. Gotcha. But um, obviously, Michael Massey is gone. So they have uh, there's two race directors that switch off. Sometimes they're both running it. And there's different stewards every weekend. Mm-hmm. So for example, everybody's really upset. Like some people are. I actually didn't think it was that bad. That bad. But um, in the moment of the Grand Prix in, in uh, Silverstone, when they, sh- uh, you know, the Thuros Hamilton yeah, moment, yeah. Mm-hmm. I believe it was Perez shoved off Leclerc a little bit. Yeah. He totally went off the track. It's almost identical. No, but penalty. it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't called. Then Albon does the same thing. It's like, it's unfair to Albon, honestly. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. So, because obviously, if those stewards from last week had done this week, uh, uh, they wouldn't have given him a penalty yeah. or vice versa. Yeah. So um, things would have been completely different if yeah, but vice versa. These like stewards were very tough on track limits. Yeah. We'll talk about that as well, but in qualifying as well. So anyway, um, so what else did you think about the sprint? So one thing I, one thing like I was expecting. So in qualif- qualifiers, like we saw like you know up the main hill. I, I think it was was it? It's not turn one, is it? What the 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 turn at turn three is it? Turn about? three, yes. Yeah. It's at turn three. So we're or like nearly like everybody had the track limit like or had a had a lap uh taken away yeah um, there was some weird locations yeah. so i was expecting to see a lot more of that in the race and there actually wasn't um just like it happened to like like half the drivers in qualifications yeah i and, mean it was tough um but like they like the the announcers or casters were describing it like going up that hill like you don't have that vision really like of exactly where the turn is until you're basically at it so i could see why that was happening so but i guess just people got got really used to it over over their practice laps and qualifications and then the sprint race we didn't really see too many yeah, track limits not really i don't think they were focused on it yeah. a ton but yeah i mean turn 3 anybody that's ever been there i haven't been there yeah. but been there or played the game oh yeah it is really hard it is one of the hardest turns in the calendar which is mm-hmm. funny cuz the overall track isn't that difficult to drive. It's difficult because it is so short. You have to be perfect. Yeah. But that turn is like really hard. So I've actually got I've actually got a question for you, Nick. Yeah. Okay. So like this is like not specifically about the Red Bull Ring, but since you brought it up, how similar is what is it F one twenty one? Is that the oh, one the, you have? The game. Yeah, I have twenty one. Uh, yeah. How similar is that to like what it like really looks like? Um, uh, it's pretty similar. Really. I mean, obviously, I haven't been there in person. But just based off TV, I mean, it's like, I mean, the other thing is, is like the people that are setting the best lap times Mm. on the game are almost identical times to the real life times, which means they have it very well made. Okay, cool. So I really like it. So anyway. Back uh, to the sprint. Yeah. uh, So Mercedes, I was surprised at their pace. I thought they were kind of slow, to be honest, Um, in the sprint. In the sprint. Yeah, yeah. Um, I... Honestly, what it probably was is they were putting a car, two cars back together overnight. I think it was them not risking it, yeah, having oh, for new sure. cars. Yeah, for sure. I think they were wanting to make sure, like, I think, it, like, I think even Hamilton said something about, or like tweeted something Toto, about it. I think it was you're talking about. Oh, okay. Well, they were like, they were like, we're not wanting to like, or basically like what I said, they're not wanting to risk anything for Sprint and focus on making sure the car is what it needs to be for the Grand Prix. And I feel like that's a really good decision because if they had yeah. another wreck, they like, I don't know if. I mean, they probably would have been back for the Grand Prix, but they would not be. Well, where there's they ended. also cost cap problems yeah. too. So yeah, that was 
Oh man, it was a tough day to be a Mercedes fan because like yeah. it was looking like P two. But this is true dedication. If you don't, if you don't, yeah, if you don't see, know what dedication is. Take a look at Nick Golden. Yeah, who's been through the ringer yeah. with Mercedes this year and is still just fully supporting them. Yes, I. Yes, I emotionally like they have too much of me. Anyway, <laughs> um, so uh, I kind of feel like Stroll, like for Aston Martin, kind of had like a pretty meh sprint. Ocon, dude, Alpine looked great this weekend. They actually did really Sleepers. good for what like we'd seen before from them. They're they're definitely the they're creeping up on Mercedes fast. Yeah, like Ocon looks great. Alonso's obviously great. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's that's kind of like general weekend. Like they had they had two cars in mm-hmm. Q three. They had two cars in the points. Um, I. No, well, okay, well, Alonzo, like we said, Alonzo had a bad, but we'll talk about it again. Like Alonzo went P twenty to P ten, and yeah. and that's crazy. Yeah. That's a really great race. So, um, finishing up some teams that I want to talk about. Ferrari, I like that Ferrari fought in the sprint. I did too. Thank you. That was the only interesting thing that happened, basically. <laughs> uh, I, but, but yeah, how great was that? I, I really, uh, I mean, like we talked about a little bit, like about this last week, like Ferrari. Which I'm kind of taking back my statement on what I, you asked me last week if I think Ferrari could win it still, and like now I think I'm just going to change my answer to no. Okay, <laughs> I was going to say I was like, what is he changing his answer to? It's going to be no, just because it's like a hard no. I mean, Max is just too good, man. Well, <laughs> no, it is interesting. Like, I just think I don't know. I feel like when it comes down to it, they're like once again just kind of kicking themselves. Um, but also like Leclerc's like insane. Yeah, don't get me wrong. He's insane. He's like driving his heart out nearly every race. Yeah. Um, but one thing they showed actually, which I didn't know, was that he's never won when he wasn't pole position. I didn't know that either. That was I that swore was, that was when cool he won fact. Monza, he started P two. That's a cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I mean, I'm I'm a huge fan of Ferrari. Um, but and like I'm excited to see that they're finally doing like well because yeah. like like what like even like two years ago like they were they weren't a name really like I mean of course like you know they're a name of. Formula well, One, but like they weren't doing what they're doing now or close to it really. Well, I have some stuff about Ferrari after we get through the race, but let me just say, like, yeah, I'll, I'll save my thoughts. I told you, I texted you and told you I have a theory. Yes. Okay. It's, yeah. I'm not going to tell you. Tell me now. what it was. I'm not going to tell you now. We see, we've gotten to the point now where we can't talk about Formula One in person because we got to save our thoughts. So, anyway, anything else from the sprint? Yeah. So, I obviously, me being a Red Bull fan, I'm going to be an AlphaTauri fan insanely disappointed this weekend oh yes like Terrible it was weekend. a bad weekend for AlphaTauri. gasly man he lost his mind the last two weeks i don't know what he cannot start a sprint to save his life yeah because like, he hits he hit vettel right yeah yeah like dude uh, last week at the first lap of mm-hmm. uh of Silverstone. I mean, it wasn't his fault, but like, it's just the fact that he's been involved. He crashed at Monza last year. Like sprints are not his friend. No. Yeah. And that's just, that's really, like we said, there's the sprint wasn't too, um, too crazy. Like nothing too exciting happened, but it was just obviously like, you know, Max got P1 in the sprint. So I was happy about that. Um, but what, uh, sorry, but AlphaTauri is just, it's disappointing, man. Yeah. And obviously they're adding, they're doing six sprint races next year. They announced that, um, and okay. I don't know. I can't. I don't know what the tracks are. Uh, we'll talk about it next week. Yeah. Um, but I, um, I don't know. I like the sprints. We can talk about it. I like it in a vacuum. I feel like it messes with the weekend. I like qualifying being the last. See, I thing. like. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've like watched one before and that's just like going back and watching an old one uh but like i feel like this weekend was just kind of like all over the place like I, I feel like i would rather have a practice day qualifiers and then just the grand prix because but, like the the thing that's really confusing and i was trying to figure it out so like park firm conditions i was telling you about that mm-hmm. like they can't change anything in the yeah. car so fp1 they can change it quality they can't change anything then they have the sprint race then they have fp3 where they can change stuff yeah. i think Oh, no, wait. It's after that. Hold on. See, I'm already confused. This is the thing. The, the structure doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. F2 fans are used to this. I'm not really an F2 guy yet. I might yeah. get into it. But, like, um, I, I just follow, like, drivers a yeah, little yeah. bit. But, anyway. Um, but, yeah, I think overall this sprint, I don't know about this track for a sprint race. I, I think it no. might be a little too short of a lap. That's a, yeah, that's that's another thing. This, this is, like, 
I mean, compared to uh, the other ones that we've watched, it's like the shortest that I've or yeah, one of the shortest I've seen. I know why so they did it. It's because they're trying to move and like have every venue get to sprint race at some point. But oh, okay. I think is I, there's they haven't That's said anything. Okay. Also, I just want to comment one more thing. What I was thinking about Toto was Toto was like apologizing to Lewis and George about them crashing it because basically what he was saying was we finally gave you a car that can work like and we get that you're trying your hardest because finally you can drive. Yeah. And then they crash it. So like he was saying like not your fault, but it's your problem kind of thing. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, I think that about wraps it up for the sprint. Um, In the main race. Let's just say it, penalties all over the all place. All over the place. That is, that is an understatement even. Yeah. It was it was insane. Let me say, uh, Sunday was a happy and detrimental day for me being a Red Bull fan. Yeah. <laughs> because what, Perez is like, what, second in the championship right now? Not anymore. It was. Yeah. It was second in the championship. And seeing that was just like, just a, a shot in the Okay, so, so before you uh, – before I tell you, I don't know if you know about this, so I'm not going to tell. There's like some history with this. Probably not. Okay, <laughs> I figured out. So, how did you feel in a vacuum about this wreck that happened with George Russell and Perez, unfiltered? Okay, I unbiased. I feel like Perez was in the wrong. Whoa! What? Oh man, you're getting wow. Okay, explain it. Russell was on the apex completely. He, but Perez was ahead. Was he what, ahead? Are we arguing against each other? What? I yeah. He was ahead. I by a little bit. Oh okay. Well, I don't know. From where? From but the, track from position. What yeah. I had seen, it looked like because you know there's the apex line and everything. You can see it. From what I saw, Russell was on the apex. He was driving like he was driving. Even I didn't see that he was a little bit ahead. So that if I saw it again and then like noticed that maybe it changed, but I also like didn't focus entirely on that. I didn't like look at it yeah. from you know every aspect. Um, but like coming out of it, I was like, oh, he probably should have given them a little bit of space. So my thing is, it's really hard there. Like it happened later with Vettel yeah. and uh, who tagged him? Was it Gasly? Again? Yeah, it was Gasly. Wait, again. no, 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 wait, no, no. You're talking about a. Uh... Uh, I forgot who it was. Um... You're talking about, in, but yeah, Vettel got Vettel got hit um, later in the exact same way, and he was like, uh, uh, "I can't remember who it was," but um, yeah. So, but with that said, here's the thing that you don't know that you that everybody else, it, all the Red Bull fans in the world, are like about? screaming about. It was Vettel. He he got knocked off in the exact same way by somebody. Okay, I forget who it was though. I don't know. It was like kind of notable, but like honestly, at this point, Aston Martin doesn't do anything notable. Like I'm just being honest. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, I, in my family, we call them the new Haas. <laughs> oh gosh. Because <laughs> like they flipped anyway. Yeah. Okay. So in 2019, mm-hmm. I think it was 2019. It was 2019. Alex Albon, who drove for Red Bull at the time. And Lewis Hamilton had the exact same crash in the exact same spot in the exact same way. Mm. And it was Lewis Hamilton's fault. And they gave him a five-second penalty yeah. just like they gave Russell. Um, so I liked that. That was consistent. And they use historical wrecks like yeah, that. Yeah. To, so whoever hit Vettel later also got the same thing. Um, I thought he ran off, but I know he got tagged. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, so... That was fair. I don't really know. It's tough. See, of course, I told you my dad hates George Russell. My dad was like, yeah. Russell! <laughs> I just don't like... I can understand you hating Mercedes. I totally understand. Yeah. But, like, Russell in particular, I just don't think he's done anything enough to, like, be public enemy number one. Mm-hmm. See, for me, like, public enemy number one was, like, Mazepin last year. Like, oh, yeah. But, um, and there was a time I didn't like Leclerc either, but he's gotten better. Uh, like what, like in 2019. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah. So you thought it? Uh, that's interesting. That well, I could like, see how okay. you think that. So though. I thought about this. Like I didn't like uh, when I'm saying I thought about. It, I didn't like go and like rewatch it a couple of times. Like I watched yeah. it like once or twice. Like I rewound it after I watched it. And I was like, I was like, okay, what just happened? Saw it. But like after it, I was still like while watching the race, I was still like thinking about it in my head because I knew we would talk about it, and I was like, because you know it's Red Bull versus. Yeah, Mercedes. I figured we would bring it up, uh, but I felt like 
I don't know. In this point, I was like, I know Nick's going to be shocked, but I'm actually probably going to side with Mercedes on that one. Because, like, to me, it looked like Russell had the apex line, and it looked like he was ahead. Um, maybe not track position-wise, yeah. but from what it looked like to me, he was on that apex line and had the he had that, that right away. Uh, so uh, so that was lap one. Obviously, Max led the first lap. Yeah. So there's that. Um, what else did you – any things that jump out towards the beginning of the race? Um not necessarily the beginning of the race. The one, the main things that like I saw from this race. Well, I guess from this weekend, we talked about it. Haas doing it. King, yeah, it's so good. They're, they're, they're I'm just, so happy for them. Yeah, that's yeah. I was actually like, like I said, I kicked myself for saying it last week, but like I was actually like rooting for them this week. Yeah, like once I saw like how good they were driving, um, and also like. Big for you because like Mercedes got good points. Yeah, they did. So well, then there's a reason, but well, let's save that for a little bit. Um, when uh, are you gonna tell me this theory? Is I'm, it I'm later? It at the end. Okay. Okay. okay so okay. I got I got to really dive into it. All okay. right. So Alpine uh, mentioned this before. Ocon finished P5. Like wow, great yeah. race, great. Ra- I mean, obviously he had two big competitors out of the way, mm-hmm. um, one from each of uh, Ferrari and Rebel. Yeah. Um, well, Alonso P20 to P10, and he had my favorite moment of the race <laughs> where he wagged his finger at Yuki Sonoda <laughs> as he drove by because <laughs> apparently he didn't give him enough space or something. I don't know, but that's Yuki hilarious. Yuki didn't give him yeah. enough space? Oh, okay. I mean, that and, shock uh, me. Yeah, and also, uh, what's his name? Um, Dr. Marco hired a psychologist for Yuki Sonoda. <laughs> I saw that, dude. I, uh, I actually He needs it. I have that on a, this other sheet I've written down. I yeah. Actually, I, I saw that. Um, How was McLaren's race? Uh, it wasn't It wasn't like anything spectacular. They got points. Um, Norris finished in seventh and Ricardo in ninth. They had a rough quality with Norris, so that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they, they did move up from, from qualies and from the sprint, I'm, sh- I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, they did. Um, so they, they ended up getting points uh, at least for both drivers in this race, which was like, it's a win for them. I don't mean to keep teasing the news episode, but there's also some good McLaren stuff that we're going to have to break down for like 30 minutes yeah. at, in the next episode about Daniel Ricciardo. But um, let's see. What are some other teams that we haven't talked about besides Ferrari and Red Bull? Uh, Alfa Romeo. Yeah. Well, this is just a rough weekend for them. They they did not get in the points for the final race. but With an engine change, that's tough, man. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. Well, uh, where did Joe you finish? 14th. Oof. Yeah, and Bottas was just in 11th. He was right out. He was like he was a second off from 10th. It doesn't it was, make any sense. Like if you really think about it, okay, because like Ferrari obviously was good on this track. Yeah. Um, if their car works, um, if Ferrari was True. good on this track, Haas <laughs> is Haas has a Ferrari engine. Yeah. Alfa Romeo is the mini Haas. What is wrong? I don't understand. I have no clue. It, it was just this week just felt like an off week for both. Well. For everybody, yeah, really, honestly, yeah. yeah. Uh, for I was expecting a little bit more out of Bottas. Yeah, um, just like I was expecting him to at least be in points. Yeah, uh, but I mean, I, you know, stuff happens. This uh, is his best track, too. Yeah, he's won multiple times, I believe. If mm-hmm. not, he has great records on this track. Yeah. So I'm shocked. Um, Williams also had an okay weekend. Uh, Latifi didn't finish. Yeah. Um, Albon finished P12, but like. He said that he felt like the car felt better. Mm-hmm. So there's something there. I mean, Williams is in the bottom right now. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, and they have been for a while. Yeah. I don't know. I they're have, slowly they're slowly creeping forward each season. I but. want. I really want Williams to win again. Yeah. I don't know if it's gonna happen. I mean, they're obviously like obviously the Mercedes was, engine is is not great this year either. Was so. the drive with Russell like the last time they won anything? Well, he didn't even win. He got like points. P. Oh, well, points. No, uh, Albon's gotten points a couple of times. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um. So, Russell had quite the recovery in this race. I must say. Yeah. I mean, he and everybody's mad. See, okay. So let's talk about the penalties. So, they were giving five second penalties for turn limits all over the place. Mm-hmm. It, Lewis and Max were just lucky they didn't get it because, like, there were a couple times. Apparently, Wait, did Hamilton not get it? Hamilton didn't get one. One Max didn't get one. Charles didn't get one. Did he get a warning? He Is got he Hamilton? got a black and white flag. Yeah. So he that's had, right. Okay. So, because I remember watching the race and like hearing their, their team radio. He's like everybody else is all, way out. All this. So and that. there's a little bit of a misunderstanding of how this works. Okay. So people say like there's like a couple warnings and then you get a black and white flag. Yes. They always say like don't do that again or then you get a penalty. But you actually have the rest of that lap. 
So Lewis immediately saw the black and white flag and went off right away. And everybody was like, oh, my God, he's going to get a penalty. But, like, he has until he finishes the lap. It's very confusing. So it's like, so it's basically. It's like a warning. So it's a warning lap is basically what yeah. you're saying. So he or has like that sector. Entire, okay, okay, okay. It's up to like, it's up to like um, interpretation some, mm-hmm. but basically it's like if you immediately go off right after seeing the flag, it's not like penalty. It's like. Uh, okay, I get what you mean. Yeah, it's like they there's some me, breathing room. Yeah, it's like there's a grace period. Which means okay. that everybody else really screwed up. <laughs> so uh, they went hard on these turn lim- these uh, track limits, yeah. um, and it was just all over the place. I couldn't even write down how many there were, but there was a lot of time penalties. Mm-hmm. Um, then uh, something else really interesting there's you know they're not playing around with any of these procedures anymore like there's some stuff like uh, i'm sure you didn't hear about this because i didn't send it to you and i doubt you looked it up but um because i'm just i have no life um (laughs) afterward did you know that leclerc hamilton and verstappen all had to go to the steward's office about something did you hear about this maybe i saw a picture of them all together and somewhere that didn't look like you know like the Okay. Uh, so, but it, like, it was just it was just a picture. Like, so, I saw on like this Formula One page. All on the big drivers have physios. Yeah. Okay, and those are like their physical trainers slash psychologists slash like their person. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Angela is like the most famous one because she's the one you see all the time. Mm-hmm. The other two, I've never seen Ham- Max. Yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. blonde one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she's like. Um, anyway, basically, what happened was they have been warning them apparently to uh, like. Um, like not let them come in to park firm until after they get weighed. Mm-hmm. And apparently they've been doing it for like years. I mean, I'm sure Angela has done it literally since Hamilton started. Yeah. And all of them is the same, mm-hmm. right? Well, they all got fined. And I think it was oh. like 10,000 euros or wow. something. It's like not, it's a serious fine. Yeah. It's suspended. Like they don't have to pay it till the end of it. Mm-hmm. Also, Vettel also got a fine that we forgot to mention in the driver's oh, the, the, meeting. The, because he stormed out of the driver's meeting. He got apparently. a 25,000 yes. euro fine. Yes. And um, he stormed out of the driver's meeting because they were all upset about inconsistency mm-hmm. in ruling, yeah. which is interesting because, like I said, the stewards are being consistent in individual weekends. But, but not weekend to weekend. It's yes. more of like the, these stewards are going to do this. These stewards are going to do that. So it leaves the racers to like, well, who's doing it this week? So yeah. You, know what to do. you have to test it. Yeah. You have to test the limits, <laughs> the track yeah. limits. Um, so anyway, they're very, very strict. I mean, the whole thing with the tire blankets and Alonzo, like that was oh, yeah. something. You, I can feel this vibe of them tightening up. I mean, earlier in the season, Lewis with the jewelry like oh yeah that like it's a it's very interesting to see that they're i don't know if it's because f1's getting bigger and you know anybody in the world can re- go and read the things i think and, it, I I think it could be that i mean it's i mean obviously i'm newer to it but like I, I mean just like for me and you talking it seems like it's getting bigger and bigger and maybe they're just like finally deciding to get like hey we're actually going to start implementing everything we talk about so it's it's very yeah. very interesting it'd be interesting i feel like i feel like this I don't know. This might be like something big to say, but I feel like like racing could just change if like they actually implement everything that they're talking about. Like what do you mean? So I guess like the carelessness of driving. I obviously like you have to be like 100% focused to drive, but like you know there's times where like you know stuff like the Russell and that'll crash, stuff like that will happen, but like do you think that these people or like do you think that they would drive ever so more carefully mm. to not do that because they know like hey this could be like a much bigger penalty now so you're saying it could get worse because racing no no no, no, no boring N- not boring no 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 no, not boring it might just be like a weird take i'm trying to trying to say yeah um that's it is interesting i was expecting this uh just i guess like teams like being more obviously like i said they're not out there to you know throw each other off the track they're driving safe and all that but uh like do you think okay i'm just going to ask you the question okay maybe that'll help do you think that drivers if the stewards say hey we're going to follow these guidelines every weekend if it happens we're gonna flag you penalize you do you think they would drive more carefully like to where like let's say like if Vettel was coming around, he or or uh, Perez was coming around on on him, uh, would he have just backed off? Mm, that's tough. I really don't know. I and like I said, it could just be a weird take. I'm, no, I, I see I, what you're getting at because theoretically that is what exists already. Yeah, but every track is so different. Yeah, it's not like NASCAR where all the tracks are the same. Yeah, um, like you know, 
in like layout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I get what you yeah, mean. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. I think it would maybe maybe for like a race or two, but I think at the end of the day, especially as these things go on, mm-hmm. as rivalries happen, they're going to keep fighting as yeah. hard as they possibly yeah. can. Maybe some of the teams that a smaller teams that, oh, I'm in the points. I'll, I don't know. Yeah. But see, then it's like, oh, well, I could get P9. You know, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Um, so then let's let's just move on a little bit to the real talk of the weekend, which is science's car. Yeah. <laughs> catching on fire. Not, not just catching on fire. Catching on fire when he was going to be on the podium. Catching on fire when he might have been P2 on the podium. And catching fire on a hill. Yeah. <laughs> and... They're like the marshals are just walking out there. Like I can't like Spielberg's like a peaceful place, but like yeah. they were not hurrying, yeah. <laughs> and they sprinted over. Like they were not sprinting over there. He's like trying to get out of the car and keep the car up, and it's on fire. It was nuts. Well, like wasn't didn't he like come out and say like or something about uh, that it like it was a, people were a little slow to get there. Yeah, he did. Okay, I thought so. Well, what'd you, what'd you think? That was, I mean, I, I don't know. I was just like, in the moment, I was just like freaking out because like it's another, uh, what's what's his name? Uh, he, he wrecked. Um, oh, oh, Grosjean? Yes, Grosjean. Yeah. I was scared it was going to be like a... Grosjean situation, yes. made on fire. Yeah. yeah. And luckily, like, they showed him like, you know, climbing out and everything, and I was happy. But like, like you said, no one was like rushing over there like that. That's situ- The car's on fire. Yeah. yeah, I know. And like... Well, me and you had talked about this a little bit, but like you said, like it's tough for people to help them out of their cars, right? Yeah, they're not supposed to. I don't think, or like not really. It's tough. Um, or is they that can't just reach like after? You, is that just like after the race? Is what you? Well, that's that. also a thing. You they can't help you out after the race, or, or you get disqualified. Okay, okay, but like obviously, like in this, like they should. But I felt like he's wearing more fireproofing than they are too. So it's very, it's very yeah. hard. But so I understand their hesitation, but they should have stopped the car running, rolling down the hill faster. Yeah. So anyway, but Carlos just looked defeated. Oh, like, yeah. That was like the lowest I've seen him. I've seen anybody. Yeah. In ever. a while. Yeah. Well, it's cause he just won. Mm-hmm. Like you go from 25 points to zero points. Yeah. That's a tough one. How do you wrap your head around that? You're doing the best you can. Mm-hmm. And this is like, I'm about to throw, I'm about to like destroy Ferrari. Oh, so God. I'm really sorry, Ferrari, but like you deserve it. All right. So, and I'm going to prove why. Okay. All right. Here's some stats from last year. First of all, um, well, first of all, Leclerc has led more laps this year than Max has, yeah. but yeah, he's way significantly behind. Mm-hmm. Um, you, 20- mean, you just mean like during the race, right? Yeah, yeah, in the yeah, whole yeah, year. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, 2021, Leclerc only had two races he didn't finish. Mm-hmm. Two. So he's already not finished more races than that. Um, both were wrecks. So both of them were his fault, not yeah. the manufacturer's fault. Yeah. One of them he he uh, got hit by Stroll, so like it wasn't his fault. Mm-hmm. In Monaco, he just he he uh, did not he didn't start and I understand, like, it's kind of the team's fault, but they took a risk, and I understand. Yeah. They didn't replace the gearbox because, basically, they are going to drop low anyway. They dropped at least five places. Mm-hmm. And in Monaco, that's five places you're going to lose in points. So yeah. I think it was worth the risk, especially from a team not fighting for the championship last year. So Science finished every single race last year, every single of the 20-plus races. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. – and then – you turn around and, um, you know, sciences now have four DNFs. Charles has had two. Plus, he's been repeatedly screwed. Like, in Monaco, yeah. uh, in Silverstone, he got screwed. Like, like I just, I mean, I'm sorry, Ferrari, but, like, you just got, you have to do better. I mean, also, Haas, they had that fire in uh, um, Baku. Mm-hmm. Or, like, it wasn't a fire, but it was an engine problem. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Alpha didn't perform well this weekend. Like, there's just like their engines are inconsistent, and clearly they're great. I mean, Leclerc won. Yeah, Leclerc won. They won two races in a row, but they have no strategy and they can't rely on the car. I mean, I thought Leclerc was going to DNF too, frankly, with his with, with his pedal thing at oh, the end really? of the race. Yeah. What'd you think? I don't know. I felt like he was. I feel like he was keeping up well enough, or I never really had like too much doubt. It like like when he when they like when I first. Like heard about it, I was like, 
like a little worried, I guess you could say. But like, I don't know. I felt like he just kept it up well enough to where I didn't really have too much doubt. I thought the car was going to straight up die, really? like, honestly. But he has a newer engine, which means like my here's my where my math is at here. It's like he has a newer engine, which means that like now they're in this cycle of like, all right, Leclerc is next. Mm-hmm. Because clearly there's a limit and they can't figure it out. So you think at some at some point this year Leclerc is going to have the same issue? I think Leclerc's engine is going to burn out. Whether it burns like that much, yeah. I don't know. But I'm calling it. Well, I don't know. It depends. There's a break coming up, so mm-hmm. it's it's. I'm going to I'm going to say in three to four races he's going to have a DNF because of an engine. That's what I'm calling it now. Okay. Um, probably not France. Probably not Belgium, but somewhere maybe Mexico. Oh, dude, Mexico, they're screwed. It's so warm there. Oh yeah, high altitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. So anyway, I mean, what do you think? I mean, yeah. obviously, I'm being pretty cruel to Ferrari, but like, it's tough. Well, no, I mean, yeah, if they're if like you said, their engine has a limit. I feel like they should they should be a little more cautious with it. Like if they know now, like let's say, like you know, however many signs is raced, they should probably keep that in check for, for take Leclerc. the penalty. Take the penalty and finish the race. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're going to finish have, P9. Have an attempt at at least getting some points instead of the DNF. Yeah. Take as many penalties yeah. I mean, as you have to. Yeah. I mean, that's a good take on it. I feel like. And they're going to. I feel like points is more. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like points is more important than risking an engine going a little bit longer. It's also, we haven't, re- I mean, we kind of talked, touched on it, but it's dangerous for the drivers. Oh yeah, well, the I engine mean, could literally blow up. Yeah. You know, like and like that erupting in flames. That could have been five percent worse. Would have been a potential death for Carlos. Yeah, it exactly. already was. But yeah. you know what I'm saying. Um, so I I don't know if it's at that point yet. Um, but it's pretty bad. Well, so. it's something it's something to be serious about. I mean, they need to they need to seriously start. I mean, look at Red Bull. They DNF'd both cars the first race, yeah. and they're winning the championship right now yep. because they figured it out. Mm-hmm. So, and they their cars are more similar. Like Mercedes and Red Bull are like polar opposite cars. They always have been. It's just yeah. interesting that they were so close last year. These cars are very similar. So, um, now I'll tell you my theory. Okay, I'm excited to hear this. I have two, so okay. you can tell me which one you think is real. <laughs> so here's the first one. All right. All right. So. You know, Leclerc said this wasn't true, but I think it's true. Okay. So last week at the Grand Prix, yes, uh, there was rumored that half the Ferrari garage didn't go to the podium because they were upset that they had screwed Leclerc again. It's rumored. Oh yeah, I know. I had read something about. I saw Le- the, I saw an article on Twitter. Leclerc about this. said it was a lie, but of course Leclerc was it was a lie. Yeah. Uh, so I think that there was sabotage. <laughs> Sabotage. I think there is a war going on inside Ferrari between the mechanics. Are you serious? Yes. And they and they are purposely Screwing they purposely DNF'd science this weekend. I'm not saying the whole time, but I think they because if you look at the math, okay, okay. The, the points that Carlos has gotten over Leclerc is pretty close to a full DNF. Yeah. So I think that they did it to even the scales between the two drivers. <laughs> What? Why? Okay. Do you have an input on why they would do this? No. (laughs) Because it's funny. Okay. Okay. Because it's funny. Okay. Now here's my second theory. Okay. Let's hope this is a little bit more realistic. (laughs) Okay. So we're all aware that they cheated in 2019. Okay. Okay. This is like I'm not like saying this like I was about the flexi force, which we're going to talk about. Yeah. Um. But like this is like like I there's look it up. You can look up for I cheating. 2019 f1 it's a thing they don't uh they got they had a secret deal with the formula one they're the oldest team they didn't want they wanted to avoid embarrassment yeah halfway through the season they got super slow so it was like immediately yeah. obvious yeah. so um and i'm glad that leclerc got to win monza before that but anyway um so i think this is their punishment because <laughs> we don't know what their punishment was so i think that Formula One is purposely keeping the championship interesting by, like, they have, like, a button that they can, like, DNF. And they're like, listen, Russell, you're going to finish fourth. So, like, you need to tag Perez and knock him off, right? So, I think part of the way that they keep this championship interesting is, like, they didn't want Max passed. Mm-hmm. They want him to. They want him and Charles to stay very close. But science was getting too close. So, they're mm-hmm. like, all right, fire. Go now. You really think, yes. you think F1 is rigged? Yes, I think F1 is rigged. Wow. It's F1 X fixed. 
Say that again. It's F1 XED. XED fixed. Okay, 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 okay. There's a lot of people online. I'm I'm obviously kidding for both of these. Yeah. But if you th- had to choose uh, like again, you can't trust that team. I feel like it would be uh more of a indirect <sighs> sabotage. I don't think it Okay, if I had to pick one of those to say which is more <laughs> real, I'm not going to say that F1 is rigging it. Because I feel like yep. I feel like the the director of all that that's like way too much, you know, way too much heat on them to. He's a TV guy though. He's concerned with ratings. <sighs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like uh, I don't. I mean, both are pretty bad, but yeah. <laughs> they're pretty unrealistic. Uh, I guess the mechanics, just because like maybe the ones working on science car. Like, hey, we hate you, Leclerc. <laughs> yeah, I okay. Like all jokes aside, I do think there's a a divide in this team. Look at Checo and Max Verstappen. Mm-hmm. They're like great friends. Yeah. Their team is clearly all locked together. Yeah. Like Lewis and Russell. I don't know if they're as good of friends, but they are tight. That good. They're mm-hmm. working together as one. I don't see that from Carlos and and um, Leclerc. Have you? Can you think well, of a time I where think- they've like? been all together and happy if not for the media no um but you know that's just for the publicity um i think it's honestly what i think is happening or is going to happen if it hasn't hasn't already is i think leclerc is starting to resent signs on the team just because it's always leclerc behind signs if you get that well like, like you know by like, the team strategy yes, yes. exactly um, and I feel like that, like, I mean, I, like if I was that racer, it would, I'd probably start being like, why are they picking this guy? You know, when I can easily get us the points we need, stuff like that. He's, um, he's driving better. He's been there mm-hmm. longer. He's like, he's always, he always like pretty much always has a better pace. I mean, they signed him averagely. to be the future. Yeah. Like they signed him to be the future of mm-hmm. Ferrari and science got an extension. Yeah. I feel uh, like they're risking their chances. I just don't. They do it. What do you do? Like honestly, like when Ferrari doesn't win this year, which I'm just assuming. Like I mean, I hope I'm jinxing Red Bull, uh, <laughs> but uh, when Ferrari doesn't win this year, and the thing is, really sad too, because Lewis Hamilton said this at one point. And I think it's true. He said all of us are Ferrari fans in Formula One, and I think that's true in some way. I yeah. think because there's no one that hates Ferrari. I don't hate Ferrari. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't hate Red Bull either, but like in comparison. Um, are you sure about that? Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, screw screw Red Bull. But uh, I I do think that everybody loves you know Schumacher. Like it's just a history thing. It's like yeah, it's like yeah. Everybody wants Ferrari to be good. What do they like? How do they come back from a year like this? Where this is the closest they're going to be. I'm calling it now. It's going to be Red Bull and Mercedes next year for the fight. This year's weird. Everything is going to reset to the normal order mm-hmm. of things next season. I bet Haas will finish second to last next year. I think Williams will finish last. Really? I, yeah, I think it's going to be almost the exact same as 2021. I don't, I don't know. Maybe. That's a serious. That's like a deep. That's like, a big take. Half, but, we're halfway through the season now. So like, it's just early, this is like a yeah. decent time to start making these calls. Um. <sighs> I don't know. I feel like, okay, I think things could change with Haas if they keep going, like, not necessarily like this weekend because, like, this was just, like, a huge weekend for Haas. Like, this is, like, a rarity, you know. Yeah. It will sometimes happen, but, like, this is not a norm at all. Um, I feel like if even, like, a weekend like this happens again for Haas, things could change. I feel like they could even get like morale. Yeah, morale, funding even. Yeah, that's just a good point. Uh like so you know, like next year they'd have the money to maybe get a better, you know, have more you know, a better car or something like that. Um what was your what was that? Oh, Ferrari. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you you asked you asked what would Ferrari need to do to come get back. How do they come it. back from this? Yeah. They need to focus on the clear. They need to make him the star that they signed him to be. I don't think they will. I know that they probably won't. You're saying this is what they but should they do. But they need to. See, the thing is, the thing that makes... Because how, how old is, is Leclerc? Do you know? He's like... <sighs> I mean, he's a little older. Than, I think he's 25. But, he, but he's he's young. He's, he's a younger guy. He's like 20, 24, 25, something like that, right? 24. 24, okay. yeah. Like, imagine if they made him the star of Ferrari. And that's what they were doing. I mean, they kicked that's Vettel they off the team. to do. I know. If they kept doing that, like imagine, like he could stay there for however long, just like you know how Hamilton's with Mercedes now. He's, yeah, that could be a, another 
you know, star story, I feel like, for Ferrari. It, you know, he could be one of those great drivers if they just let him. Here's where my head goes at is, like, Ferrari and Haas have something very similar. They have a lot of similarities, mm-hmm. but um, they, at last year, basically sacrificed the end of their seasons. Haas sacrificed their entire season to build this car. Yeah. Um, and the thing you say about money is interesting um, because obviously we all know about uh, Mazepin, uh, his dad yeah. uh, being Russian and all that stuff. And like him, they had money to develop this car. Yeah. Ferrari, like I mentioned last week, developed this car at mm-hmm. the end of the season. They aren't going to have that. Yeah. And that is what got both of them ahead because they weren't fighting. They weren't, you know, racing the last lap in Abu Dhabi for yeah. a championship. You know, they had time. And I'm frankly as surprised that Red Bull is as good as they are this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the, probably my biggest shock of the season so okay. far, as I thought it was going to be a little closer. I, not, I I knew Mercedes was going to be bad. I knew it from the yeah, second. You, you, you called it last year. Yeah, I said it the day after. I was like, yeah. you're not going to win next year. Yeah. Um, so, um, so, yeah, because like Red Bull, I think they were – because Mercedes started a little behind last mm-hmm. year, even though they won the first race. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, so this is why I think it's too hard for them to like actually like come back and, and be as good. Yeah. Because I I don't think Mercedes is going to be as good as 2020 next year, but I think... I think they'd have, another, they'd have, they'd have a better chance than this year. Oh, I think... I, I'm calling them winning next year, I really think. I think Red Bull wins this year. It's going to mm-hmm. be like... And that's the thing that's really sad is I don't want it to be like since 2000 to be yeah. Red Bull Mercedes, Red Bull Mercedes, but that's what's turning into. Like yeah. if you look at it from a macro scale as like someone that's never watched or anything, they would just think that it's the same two teams all the time because, I mean, again, we forget Ferrari won this race. They scored more points yeah. than Red Bull, yeah, but Mercedes scored more points than them, yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's like, mm-hmm. I think maybe not with the sprint, but you know. So anyway, that's my take. Yeah, we'll see. I hope I'm wrong. I really do. If Ferrari comes back and we have another Abu Dhabi situation at Abu Dhabi, yeah, uh, with Max and Leclerc, that would be great. Please, that'd be awesome. Yeah, especially because I can enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. It'd be, uh, yeah, I'm I'm really hoping that. I don't know. This year, obviously, like you know, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be Red Bull. I feel. Yeah. Um, but. As a, as a fan, I'm happy for that, but also like I want I want it to be competitive. Yeah. I want I want to have a race like last week every week. Obviously yeah. not the wreck, but the competitiveness yeah. uh, the competitiveness of the driving. And I'm hoping that next year that can bring that. Even if it's just Mercedes and Red Bull again, I'd be happy to see that. Yeah, yeah, because like Ferrari's just not providing us yeah. what I thought. Like the first race, you would have thought the way they're overtaking each other. You're like, mm-hmm. Oh man, this year is going to be awesome. Yeah. So anyway, give me your one winner and your one loser for this this uh this race are we talking about the weekend or are we talking about the the final race we can do the weekend the if weekend you want to it's up to you okay i'm gonna say winter haas for sure for sure that's their biggest weekend so far in my opinion yeah um they were driving exceptionally um i mean just just like we said earlier just take a look at at schumacher defending against hamilton for what nearly three or four laps or so yeah it was a lot it, it was, was a while, while. Uh, and that was amazing to watch. Like, yeah. I, like, like part of me is like lighting up when I saw that. Cause yeah. I was so happy to see Haas doing good. Um, loser. This is t- for me, it's going to be Alphatari. Yeah. It was a rough weekend for them. They're like, kind of like a quiet, weekend. no one cared about them this weekend. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not like anything super big happened. I mean, obviously Vettel, Gasly had yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, but like it, it's just like, kind of the fact that no one's talking about them is just is like that's kind of why I'm saying it. it's a loser for them. Yeah, okay. So my winner and loser, this is also this is pretty tough weekend to give anybody like a definitive win and definitive lose especially other than Haas. Yeah. I'm actually going to give it to Alpine and I know that's like a weird take because he didn't I don't think he would have finished in the points anyway mm-hmm. uh in the sprint, but P he finished double points finish. Yeah. Decent great qualifying. Yeah. Um and you know p20 p10 alonzo had that great like little moment like i don't know that <laughs> they are showing great pace they're the sleeper of this championship for sure uh you know they could like they could get to the point that alonzo could finish like fourth in the driver's championship if they try this hard year? enough maybe wow. maybe i don't know it's it's pretty, maybe not fourth i mean russell's pretty far they're up there yeah. they're doing well they're doing very well yeah. they are there I, 
I don't really like Otmar. That's his name. That's the um, mm-hmm. Alpine um, team principal. Yeah. But I will say that I really like his logic of we are here to to wait in the background for the the main teams to screw up, and yeah. that's what they did. So I think they did a really good job. Um, loser. Um, it's tough. Like I want to give it to multiple people. But I'm gonna. I'm not gonna give it to Ferrari because I've already crapped on them a lot. I, I'm gonna give it to Aston Martin. I think. Yeah. Day and this is just like multiple weekends of just like failure at mm-hmm. this point. Like they just like no points. Vettel getting tapped, not his fault. But just like the overall like Aston Martin experience this weekend, another Q3 knockout or yeah. Q1 knockout, very tough. Yeah. So overall, um, I'm looking forward to France though. That's the next race. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think. I think Lewis is gonna win. Really? Yeah. Why is that? I've been saying I I thought Lewis is gonna win Monaco, but I was very wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, smooth track. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're gonna have similar pace. They're gonna have at least as good pace as that they did at Silverstone. I don't know. I just I. I so Ferrari will screw up somehow. <laughs> I man, I'm being so mean to Ferrari. Right? <laughs> uh, I don't think Max will win for some reason. That mm-hmm. track just doesn't seem like his. I think I think if this is now's the time. I think they got two weeks to make the car back to basically what it was in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying he's gonna get pole. I just think Lewis is gonna win. That's my call. So if you so have what any you're take, saying is you think you're gonna start the intro next week. Yeah. Or two weeks. Well, yeah, because next week we're gonna do news. Yeah, we'll so. do news. You know what? I we'll give it to you next week. How about that? Oh, you just let me have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we won't, we won't even, we won't even discuss it. You just get it next week because I feel like you deserve it. Well, there's some. Thank you. There's some great news. Uh, like I'm just gonna give you some stuff to look forward to for next week. We gotta talk about McLaren. There's a lot. Uh, there's a lot going on there with Daniel Ricardo. Yeah, we, we gotta talk about that. Uh, we have um, like a lot of like I mean it's silly season and the drivers, so all of them are moving around or about to procedures. Uh, we'll there's talk about a, that lot a lot of procedure stuff. Um, and there's a lot of just like little little tiffs going on in the background that no one's talking about. Uh, I'm probably going to try to dig into Ferrari's past a little more, figure out um, maybe like what's going on with their engineering department and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think there's some interesting stuff there too. So I think that about, about does it. I think that's it. Well, thanks for checking us out. Be sure to like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, I don't know what you call it. Follow on Spotify. What do you call it? On Spotify, give us a yeah, give us a like on Spotify. Follow the podcast. Rate us, please. Yeah, uh, and I think that's on Apple. Apple. Yeah, rate us on Apple Podcast if and, you can, and follow us on at the Pitwall Pod on any social media. Mm-hmm. So yeah, thanks for stopping by. To the Pitwall, we'll make good decisions for our drivers next time. That was a bad. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, we're gonna be in your ear holes. We're as gonna Nick be has in said. your ear holes. Anyway, vroom vroom. We'll talk to you later. Vroom vroom. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs>